Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet an Olympic gold medalist who's going to teach us all how to have a winning mindset. His story just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Well, if you look at the highest uh, ranking athletes on the planet, they all have something in common. They have a winning mindset. You know that if, if you're uh, uh, Tom Brady in the fourth quarter and you're down by seven points, you have to go into that huddle with that, that mindset that, boys, we're going to get this thing done. Somebody who knows a lot about mental mindset is Lanny Basham. He is the founder of Mental Management Systems. He's also an Olympic gold medalist. Lanny, thanks for coming on the show. Well, thank you very much. Absolutely. We're going to get into great detail on your Olympic journey in a second, but let's talk about your company. What, what is your company set up to do? Well, if you ask any top performer in any sport, a PGA Tour player or anybody, what percentage of your sport's mental, you're going to get a big number back. The number I get most often is my sport's 90% mental. Well, where do, you, where do you learn that? I mean, there's tons of forum coaches around. But uh, so I've spent 45 years finding out what the winners are doing about the mental game and uh, teaching it to athletes and coaches and parents. Now we're, uh, I'm focused a lot on, on parents helping their children uh, with their competitions. And so that's, that's what we do. We teach the mental game uh, what the winners are doing. Uh, to, uh, to other people. And I think it's absolutely brilliant. We're going to pull up the website, and as we scroll down the website, we, we're going to show that there you are uh, at the top of the Olympic podium in 76, and uh, you have all kinds of programs that you offer and uh, best-selling books. Um, man, you're a busy man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're busy. And you work with all – it doesn't necessarily have to be an athlete. Uh, you can also work with business people to develop a, a, a winning game. Well, anything that, that has pressure involved, I think we, we're, we're, we can help with training with that to be able to have a consistent mental performance under pressure on demand. That's, that's really what our system's all about. I was listening to another interview you did on another podcast, and I was impressed by something you said about negative self-talk. Even some of the greatest athletes will get off the field and they'll start to complain about the play they missed. Uh, why is negative self-talk such a, a, an issue? Well, your self-image. Um, the self-image makes you act like you. So the self-image is either built or broke, broken down based, based on how you respond to what just happened. And so what the top performers do is when they perform well, they tend to reinforce that. They tend to think about it again. They, say, they tend to talk about it a little bit and maybe hopefully in a humble way. But uh, when they don't perform well, the, how you respond or react, do you react 
reacting would be, okay, I'm not happy if things aren't going well. Well, that causes the self-image to shrink. It causes it to, to break down. So what we teach people to do is to respond appropriately. So you make a mistake, you ask yourself, the top people say, do this. They say, well, what, what, what is this teaching me? What can I learn from this? So a mistake is not, is not a mental error. Making mistake is not, and learning from it is a requirement to get better. So we turn negativity into a positive in the sense that you should look at every mistake that you make as a lesson. And what is this teaching me? Focus on the solution, not the problem, and your self-image grows, even if you have a, a, a challenging moment. And, and Lanny is self-taught. He, uh, we're going to go back to the 70s now, and we're going to show some pictures of him when he was competing in both the 72 Olympics and then the 76 Olympics. And in the 72 Olympics, you finished second. You got silver. Um, did that spark a hunger and a thirst for dialing it in? What, what was I lacking? Well, I'd been on the U.S. team for three years, and I hadn't won anything. I managed to make an Olympic team, but I didn't win the Olympics. My teammate won the Olympics. But I found out something in that competition why I wasn't winning. I didn't have a mental game. And I, I literally cost myself a gold medal that, ter that first time because I didn't have a mental game. Back in those days, uh, the mental game was something that we felt like you had it. You either had it or you didn't have it. You couldn't learn it. Well, I refused to believe that. When I got home, I interviewed Olympic gold medalists for two years to find out what they were doing. And nobody had the whole story, but everybody had a piece of it. And I connected the dots, created a system, and used it to, to, to win the next time and to win the world championships and pretty much dominated my sport for about six years. Wow. Let's talk about the, um, the visualization. You have to actually kind of see yourself standing on the podium, don't you? I mean, do you? Well, that's, that's really, that, people think about that, but that's really not the best, most effective way to do it. What the most effective way to do it is to see yourself performing well. So, you know, what, what, what would you, what does it feel like to perform well? Thinking about execution, not about outcome. Outcome really doesn't do much for you. I mean, you, can, you can see yourself on the podium. I, I, no, I, I'll tell you where that does work. It does work in motivating you to train mm. because you see the results in training. Yes. There's a time to think about winning. The top people, that the 95% uh, of winning is accomplished by 5% of the performers. Wow. But only those 5% are not thinking the same way the people in the middle of the leaderboard are thinking. And one of the ways is that they're not trying to win when they're competing. They're trying to execute. And the people that are trying to win are going to overtry. And uh, they may be getting in their own way. Wow. Um, he's a very humble guy, so he would not have shown you this picture, but I will. <laughs> this is you standing next to your own exhibit at the Fort Worth Museum. That had to be special. Well, it was because I was, I was uh, you know, it was a great honor for me to be uh, inducted in their Hall of Fame. And so that was uh, kind of a local boys do good kind of, kind of thing. You had a couple of local cowboys in, in their, uh, actually, TCU's rifle team who had won the national championship. So they had an exhibit there. So it was, it was great uh, being able to, to do that. 
Well, when you think about uh, books about prosperity, everybody thinks about Think and Grow Rich. It was kind of the granddaddy of all the books. And you have written a best-selling book uh, with winning in mind. And that's, it's become kind of the granddaddy of a, a mental mindset game, hasn't it? Yes, it has. It, it, it's done really well. And, and uh, it's amazing to me how many, how many people find us through reading that book. And, uh, uh, and it's, it's, it's been a top seller for a long time. Well, he, he's humble again. He, it sold a million copies. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's a, a, my book, I, I sold something like uh, 70,000 copies and it almost killed me, but a, mil <laughs> a million I can't even imagine. Um, what, how do you explain the success of the book? The Lord blessed me. I guess that's, that's it. I, I think that there is a way to... Uh, I think people were hungry for somebody who'd actually been there and done that, and how did they actually do it, and why Why there was nothing there, and then all of a sudden they made something uh, of it. it, it or put, put it this way, they discovered what was there, but, but people weren't teaching it. You know, it's amazing to me that you, that you have uh, foreign teachers abound. Every, every golf club has a, a golf pro that can teach you how to swing a club, but uh, they don't teach you how to think while you're swinging the club. And so that's, that's a, a way to fill the void. And that's, that's what we've done is we've decided that uh, if 90% of the, most of the top performers think that the sport is, their sport is 90% mental, well, where do you, then I asked the second question. I said, well, if your sport is 90% mental, what percentage of your time and money since you've been doing this have you spent on the mental game? Wow. It's a very low number. That's powerful. Well, that doesn't make sense. Well, give us a tip. So it, like, let's suppose you're a golfer and the pressure's on and you're trying to get the game-winning putt. If you allow yourself to think, please don't miss, <laughs> yeah. you're going to miss, aren't you? Sure. Sure, because that, that's an imprint in the self-image. Well, what we do is we teach people how to run a system. So you have, we, we define, help them define the optimum thing to think about before, during, and after a task. If the task is putting a ball, or if that task is a full swing shot, whatever it is, they, they know exactly what they're gonna think about. So they, they have defined the, an optimum thing for them to think about. And that's what they do. And they, there's no room for you to think about uh, the fact that you're going to miss. And you have an amazing team around you. Uh, we're going to show the page on your website that shows all your certified instructors. I mean, mm -hmm. look at this. And, and, it, and it crosses the gamut. I, I noticed that one of them uh, helps people with dog shows. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. It, this mental mindset can really apply to all kinds of areas of life, can't it? Oh yeah, we have a lot of a lot of uh, clients that are that are in sports that have a an animal partner like dog agility or or, or uh, rodeo or any any kind of horse sports or dog sports. Um, they 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 find that what we're doing is applicable for them because they're under a lot of pressure and and that's 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 really where our clients uh, uh, tend to to seek us out. Let's talk about the, the parents that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you're, you're up to with parents. Well, every time people come through our courses, they all say the same thing when they finish. I wish I'd learned this sooner. Well, when is sooner? Sooner is when you're still at home. Mom and dad uh, are the most important mental coach a child will ever have. And uh, there's no training for them. 
And unfortunately, sometimes parents are more harm than they are, than they are good to their kids. They don't know the right thing to think about. As a matter of fact, the most one of the worst things that you can, as a parent, you can say to your kids when they come in from a game and that they performed in a, a play or anything like that is, well, how did you do? Well, that's a bad question because it's an open-ended question. They can be answered any any way. Well, most people, if you ask a player when they come across come come in from a game. How did you do? Do you think they talk about what they did right first or what they did wrong first? They probably are going to talk about what they did wrong first. Well, you just promoted that by asking that question. There's a better question to ask. Why don't you start out? We, we call it the three magic questions. The first question is, what did you do wrong? Let's, let's talk about what you did right. Let's imprint that in your self-image. And then the second question is, what did you learn? Because making a mistake and learning from it, that's what we want to, yes. to do. And then finally, what are you going to do about it? You know, is it going to, this going to build you or break you? Is it going to motivate you or, you know, what's it going to, what's it going to do? Because how you perform, what you think about um, after a performance is, uh, is critical in your future. You know, what happens to you, and this is not original with me, but what happens to you is not important, but what you do next is. Yes. And I'm sure that the, the stress of the pandemic has played a number on everybody's mental game. Many people are complaining of uh, COVID fog or their brain just doesn't feel like it did before COVID. In the final couple minutes, uh, please talk to the viewer about what they need to do to get their mind right. Well, the first thing that you need to do is quit thinking about and talking about what COVID did to you and start thinking about what that experience that we were we were shut down and things like that it's so easy to talk about what the problem was but there were some good things that happened people spent more time with their families there there's all kinds of other things we discovered what you have have been doing for a long time you just do it in, in a, a super professional way is that people can communicate uh directly with each other uh i mean it, they COVID taught the whole world how to use Zoom. Okay, so what what do we do? We 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 have we do a lot of training now uh, that we didn't. We always did it in in the classroom. Now we do it like you do it, you know, with the with the uh, with the video. Yeah. And uh, so people can can learn uh, online, and it's 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 it was a great a great thing. So the, there's. The first thing is to stop thinking about what's wrong with anything and start thinking about what's right with it. Wow. Lanny, this is uh, so inspirational. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're going to end with the website, which is mentalmanagement.com. The great Lanny Basham. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.